This episode is brought to you by Schmoozy, the new social media app that I'm loving, and I know you will too. You can listen to all the full episodes of this podcast and discuss and engage with me on anything that me and my guests have talked about on the show. And that's only a fraction of what you can do on Schmoozy. Come over and let's expand on the conversations we're having on this show. Find me as Jewish Latin Princess on Schmoozy, and you can even join one of my forums on building wealth. Download Schmoozy today. That's S-H-M-U-Z-Y Schmoozy. This episode is brought to you by Odeo Academy. Learn to build the career of your dreams in the fun, fulfilling, and lucrative industry of digital marketing without drowning in student loan debt, compromising your values, or working for peanuts. Learn to build your digital marketing career at odeoacademy.com forward slash JLP and claim $100 off your enrollment entering the code JLP at checkout. Odeo is O-D-E-O. Check it out at odeoacademy.com forward slash JLP and get $100 off with the code JLP. Jewish Latin Princess episode 150, Ask Yael. You're listening to Jewish Latin Princess podcast by Yael. Every week, get your dose of inspiration from the world's most uniquely talented Jewish women and from Yael herself. Seeking profound and practical ways to live a joyful, richer Jewish life? Welcome to Jewish Latin Princess Podcast. And now, Jewish lifestyle expert and bilingual blogger at JewishLatinPrincess.com, your host, Yael. You're listening to Jewish Latin Princess. I'm Yael Trush, your host. Welcome to the show. Welcome back, everybody. Or I should welcome myself back because this show was supposed to air last week. And as you may have heard, I was a little bit under the darkness. Yes, there was, uh, we were, it was like somebody told me, it's been like the plagues by you, right? Yes, we were without electricity, we were without water. Thankfully, it was too cold for frogs or any of those, you know, animals, uh, wild animals and the like. But no, all jokes aside, seriously, um, thank God we're totally fine. And we didn't really have any damage to our home, which unfortunately wasn't the case for many, many people. Many, many people did experience severe damage to their water pipes and their homes um, and their homes from all the leaks that came afterwards. I mean, it was really, really terrible. Even synagogues were affected. So it definitely was a stressful week for many. And now they have I'm fine, but a lot of people have a, still a long road ahead dealing with the aftermath of all these issues and insurance companies and all, you know, what that's like. So all that to say, if you see any of those, you know, on social media, I'm sure you've seen charities available on your move to help. I'm sure every everything goes, you know, can go a long way. I don't have any links handy with me, but there are several, several going around social media. So just to make you aware of the situation that it, it, it is true that many people were really, really affected. I'm feeling very, very grateful and I'm feeling very happy to be back, especially because this is a milestone episode. It's our 150th episode and I kind of wanted to celebrate it in a really big way, but all that didn't happen. But here we are, um, 150 episodes and not only that, but it was also our fourth year. Last last week happened to have been our fourth anniversary of the show, which I didn't even 
promote, I didn't talk about. Again, so much going on, but it feels really big to have been doing this show for four years. And I want to take this opportunity to thank all of you, all of you who have been here. I know there's so many of you of you who have been here since the very beginning. Some of you are newer. Some of you came halfway into it. Whatever it is, I'm so grateful to have you on the show. Uh, thank you for the reviews. And if you have not left a review, please take a moment to do that. It really literally takes a couple seconds on your iScreen. I mean, iTunes screen. All you have to do is scroll down and go to the review section and leave a review. It, it helps the show a lot. You can always also share it on Instagram on your stories and tag me. That's also super nice. And I will, you know, give you a shout out as well. But I, 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 I feel like we've done a lot. We've accomplished a lot in four years. I probably should do a survey soon, which I probably will. will. And I have some changes, some changes on the way to the show that I've been thinking about for a while. And I was hoping to have them ready by now, by 150th episode. I was going to announce it this time around, but we're not quite ready. So that's fine. I'm going to take my time. But just, you know, I'll be releasing some information and kind of leading you through what's coming. But what I want to do now is actually go to the re iTunes review section and pick a review because as you know, I will try to continue picking a review, uh, a reviewer of the week. Um, and then that person gets 20 minutes with me. We get on the phone and we talk about anything you want to talk about. And so today I'm picking Riv Men and she says, my favorite podcast this is my podcast of choice. Yael does an amazing job of interviewing fascinating women. So inspirational and entertaining at the same time. Well, thank you, Riv Men. Be sure to send me an email, Yael at Jewish Latin Princess, or you can always DM me on Instagram and let me know that you are Riv Men who left the review. And I'll send you a link where we can schedule a time to connect and chat for 20 minutes. And anybody else who wants to, please leave a review. Like I said, it helps so, so, so much. So what do I have planned for today? We have an Ask Yael episode, which is a really, you're going to see it's really, really good. It's varied questions from money to investments to finding a marriage partner and they came through different via email via whatsapp via instagram so without further ado let's just start tackling those and just as a reminder you can always submit your questions either on instagram or email me i also recently started a whatsapp group um, it's in spanish and a lot of people have been submitting questions there. And I answer actually those there directly, but I might take sometimes, and today we're going to answer one here also because I think it's relevant to many of you as well. And I've heard it asked before um, to me previously. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start off with Nedra. Nedra asks via email. She says, I watched your video on finances and I heard you mentioned something that struck home. You said neither spouse should be kept in the dark regarding finances. I'm at the break of wanting to divorce my husband. I asked if we could combine finances as he, and he said he doesn't want that. He wants the freedom to spend what he wants and that he uses his bank account a lot to pay for things and doesn't want to accidentally pull from my portion. That's my issue. It's all about the his and mine, not our. I've been hurt and upset for days, feeling vulnerable and cheated. We've only been married a year. 
He separates toothpaste, wash rags, and towels. The furniture is his, and he wants to keep separate accounts. He doesn't even have his bank statement coming to our home. Please help, because I'm thinking my only way is to get out of the marriage. Thanks. All right, Nedra. Well, first of all, thanks for asking and for sharing your situation. I'm sure that was not easy, and I'm really, really sorry that you're going through this. This is this is hard. This is definitely hard. Um, I'm assuming, by the way, that she must have watched some video either in my private Facebook group, Money Jewish Money Matters, or on Instagram, and that's where that's what triggered this question. So, Nedra, I'm sorry that you're going through this. There definitely are red flags here. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deny it. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. It doesn't. Um, there are some things that that. D- are not so normal. Um, but that doesn't mean that all is lost here and that, you know, it's time to just jump ship. I think uh, I do agree. I do think and agree with you that you, you know, you're feeling insecure and unstable and vulnerable in this relationship. I don't blame you. I, 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 I would be feeling like that too. And I think most of the listeners, all the listeners would, you know, would, agree that it's just very unsettling to be in that situation. So I do think that you need real help from an outside party. I think it's time for you to talk to someone who could um, could be a third party and try to find and try to help you both navigate this situation. Um, finances aside, it's not normal that within a marriage, property should be separated like this. I mean, toothpaste, towels, that's just, I mean, like you said, our, like we're building a home together. We're building a life together. So we don't know why he's behaving this way. There, it seems pretty obvious to me that there must be some history behind this behavior. And it's definitely worth going to therapy to get, I mean, individually, but I don't know if that's even a possibility, but together, hopefully to figure this out, ASAP, like really pronto. Um, so assuming that you've already tried talking to him about his about the situation and you've tried and tried and just you've tried to come to an agreement and and that's not happening, I think you need to find a rabbi or a therapist or both who can advise you. Um, now, how do you get your husband on board? That's going to be the harder part. So my question to you is, is there a rabbi or a mentor who would be able to influence him and speak with him? I mean, that you would feel comfortable telling them the situation. I would be looking to talk to someone ASAP. And you're, you are right. I just want to make sure that you know that you are right to want some more transparency when it comes to finances. As, as I've said before in other platforms, and I said this recently on Instagram, the answer is not always to combine everything necessarily. There are some couples who need to keep two accounts, one for each of them, or sometimes two individual accounts for the individuals, you know, the individual ones and needs or whatever might be, and then one joint account. So let's say three accounts, right? And there's ways to do this. But wh- whichever the way is, it must be with total transparency. This is the key. That meaning that everyone and both parties have to have access and have to know what money is going where. It can't be that one party in the marriage is kept in the dark. I personally prefer joining finances completely, but that doesn't mean that this is the only way and that there aren't other ways to be transparent. Now, 
to your particular situation, I don't know of a good therapist offhand who, who can help you with this or a financial therapist for that matter. They, they exist though. But I know that there are online networks that you could look into like OK Clarity is one of them that one of them that comes to mind. And I definitely would start with your immediate circle, perhaps. I mean, hopefully, again, you have a rabbi or a rabbi's wife or a mentor that you can talk to who can guide you further, or if you can even talk to his mentor, his rabbi, um, that's ideal. Um, But please, please do take care of this ASAP and let me know how it's going. And just as a final point, I just want to say to you and to everybody else listening that this is why these money dates that I always talk about are so critical when you've entered a marriage, because these are the times where you intentionally discuss how you want to deal with finances, how you both feel about certain arrangements, about certain goals, situations, and why you feel a certain way. And you talk also about numbers and all that. So if you haven't downloaded my money guide, this is also a good idea. Head over to jewishlatinprincess.com forward slash money date. I, I know this is Nedra for you. This is you're kind of past that because it sounds like you've already tried having these conversations and it's just not working. So you definitely at a point where you're justified and feeling frustrated, but I would try to find ASAP a third party who could try to help you through this. And you're probably at a stage where you need financial therapy um, together and try to figure this out. And he might need even therapy. I mean, that and so what I'm saying is not all lost here. Um, but it does need work. It needs work. And the earlier you deal with this, the better. It's early enough in your marriage that this can be handled. Uh, the situation can change. So not don't think that everything is lost here, but do, do, do get help. All right. So good luck, Nedra. Trust your instinct that this level of secrecy or division when it comes to finances is not okay. And do get additional help so that you can navigate this and help him navigate. Um, where his his fears and all that stuff that's coming up for him about joining your lives together completely. I mean, towels, toothpaste, that's 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 not normal again, okay? So he does have to deal with whatever is there because it, it's obvious that it's translating into your finances too and that's just it's not going to work long term. So we have to deal with it now, but don't just run to get a divorce without exhausting other options. Try to get help from a third party and um and yeah, and hopefully hopefully you can work this out. I have um, I'm hopeful and I and I look forward to hearing back from you. All right. Miriam asks on Facebook. She says I handle the finances because it frustrates my husband. He's not great at math. He doesn't enjoy it. It frustrates him so much that I just handle the finances. I've given over the responsibility to provide to him and I take care of the money and it's been an amazing transformation for me. What do you think about that, Yael? All right, Miriam. So what I think is that if it's working for you, then that's great. Then then that's fantastic. As long as there is transparency, again, that word, right? I just mentioned it to Nedra. I go back to that point that I made earlier. As long as both parties know where the money is being channeled from and to and how to take over the finances if one of you weren't able, for whatever reason, to do your part, right? Um, As long as there's intentionality and clarity in the decision of who manages what, then that's fine. But I would certainly still keep money dates, even if it's just to ensure that he's 
he's in the loop, that he knows what you're doing, that he knows what's going on. And even if he says, oh, it's fine, I don't need to know, the numbers just stress me out anyways, don't don't go for that. Make sure that you do sit down with him and you do tell him that it's important for him and for the family. It's important for him to know, to know what's going on. Because again, what if one of you weren't able to handle your share of the finances and the other one needed to step in? You both need to be able to do that at any given point in time. And the other thing, guys, is that, you know what? Two heads think better than one. So at the end of the day, it's important to get your spouse's input as to what you're doing with both your money. Because again, it's both your money. So it is important. It's. It, I have no problem with one of you handling all of the finances or certain part of the finances and, and the other another one because, again, there are competencies and it could be that one of you feels stronger about one area than the other. That's fine as long as it's been intentional, it's been mutually decided, and both of you are in the loop. There is complete transparency, all right? So if you, again, if you want a, a guide, a more elaborate guide on money dates, the, the, the place to download that is jewishlatinprincess.com forward slash money date. All right. Malka asks via WhatsApp group. Um, She says, I would love to learn more about investing to marry off my kids for different goals, goals and for when I am older. I recently opened a 403b, but what about to marry off the kids that I ha- who I haven't married yet? I'm not sure where, invest, where to invest for that or for short-term ter- goals like a trip in one year. All right, Malka, so happy that you've opened a 403B, which for those of you who might not be familiar with this, it's really a retirement account, much like a 401k, but um, it's very, very similar, but it's for government employees. Now, you ask about medium and short-term goals. Well, that's a good question. So here's the deal. For short-term goals, I would say open a savings account and just decide on an amount that you will be transferring into it every month. And obviously, you have to find the money within your budget to do that, right? And then you have to stick to that number. And the good news is that savings can be super fun if they have an objective attached to it. They have, you have a very clear why. So definitely go ahead and do that. It's obvious that you have a purpose and you can name that account. You can name it trip to Israel or trip to Europe or whatever, you know, whatever your, that, that goal is. And most online banks allow you to do that. Um, You know, you could use, Banks like Capital Bank, uh, Capital One. I'm sorry, Ally. Those, those two. There's a third one. I'm just forgetting the name. Anyway, there's a few of them that make it very easy to have online savings accounts that you can have several of those accounts and have names, and they just it just helps keep things very, very clear and very organized. Now you're obviously going to want to make a pretty good estimate of how much money you'll need to take this trip. So you have to look into that and a reasonable estimate of time by when you'll be able to have this saved this money. Again, obviously looking at your cash flow and how much you're able to save um, per month. And then you'll just need to adjust from there, right? But your first step is to open the savings account and give it a name and then decide on the goal amount that you're setting out to have funded that account with. And lastly, look at how much you're going to have to contribute each month to reach that amount goal and what time period um, you will need. It will take you, right? And if you need to adjust, then you'll adjust. Maybe then you'll have to, if you want to reach your goal earlier, you'll you'll have to increase the monthly amount, but you have to make sure that you have that money available 
goals, you have to take it away from somewhere in your budget, right? Or maybe you realize it's going to take you longer and that's fine. So you have to play with the numbers, um, but make a plan and then stick with it. And again, having that account very clearly labeled is going to help you stick with the plan, right? It's going to motivate you. And to the extent that you could automate those payments, those deposits into your savings account, do so because that also makes it so much easier. But if you don't have the ability to automate the payments because perhaps your income is variable or whatever the reason is, then you know commit to doing it manually every month. Again, when you have a money date, you take care of that hopefully um, and so talking about your medium term goals, all right, so the answer is pretty similar, except sometimes medium term is more than five years. And if this is money that you probably won't need in the next five years, then you have other options. When we talk about money that you need accessible within five years, you probably want to keep it as liquid and safe as possible, right? But if you're talking a little bit beyond that, then you might want to want to assume a little bit more risk and start funding, let's say, an investment account, which you can set up not to be the most aggressive here, but, you know, with a combination of stocks and bonds that will make sense for the time period that you need it and for your risk tolerance. So I would go into any other robo advisor platforms. They're so easy to use anywhere from Betterment, Wealthfront, Vanguard, Schwab, Elevest, any of those, they're pretty, pretty similar, very, very low fees, very user friendly. Um, and I would just open a regular investment account. Remember, this account is not, doesn't have the tax benefits of a retirement account. But again, this is not retirement money. This is money that you're saving for the medium term, and that you can uh, then and, and there you put your time horizon. And I think you know, and you put your goal. So let's say you need $15,000 in seven years, and you put your risk tolerance, and they will give you a combination of stocks and bonds, which you can also adjust if you want to, and then you can start funding it. And I'll tell you if you're off track or on track based on the amount that you've decided to fund the account with. So it's, it's really, really user friendly. Alternatively, you could save the amount in a regular savings account. And then when you get to a certain amount up to I think close to $5,000, you can look this up. There are different different amounts, but usually around $5,000, you can transfer the money into a high yield savings account so that you earn a little bit more on the interest rate. And it's still very liquid. It's still, um, it's still easily accessible. And either way, you have to see your comfort level. And again, when 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 is when do you need this money, right? And what this money is for? If this were your peace of mind money, which some people call the emergency fund, then you want to keep it pretty liquid and accessible. And you know, in a high yield savings account, that's fine. But if you have that, and this is for another goal, like you said, marrying off some of your kids, depending on when these weddings are coming up you might want to start off an investment account and obviously adjust for timing and risk tolerance, which you can do, like I said, really easily in any of these platforms I just mentioned. Betterment, Wealthfront, Elevest, Vanguard, Schwab, they're all pretty similar, right? So good luck with that and really good money moves, Malka. I'm happy for you. I'm happy that you're planning and getting yourself organized. It's awesome. All right, Nelly asks via WhatsApp group. All right. She wants to know, 
my opinion says, I'd like to know your opinion on cryptocurrencies like Ethereum, Bitcoin, and blockchain, and if you recommend a platform to invest in them. All right, so I've actually, Nelly, I've been getting this question a lot. And here's what I have to say about this. I First of all, I can't give anybody an a, a, a very clear opinion on what they should do in a particular case because without knowing what your current financial situation is. That is, if you're a person who has all the basics covered and has extra money to play with and you want to play with cryptocurrencies, hey, listen, go ahead if that's what's exciting to you. Some people might want to use their extra money for art, others for gold, for, you know, more real estate, whatever. Others like to invest in businesses. I really think that people shouldn't play games that they don't know how to play. That's number one or that they're not financially ready to play, right? Never invest in something that you don't understand and never invest money that you're not willing to lose. So I can't give you a platform that I invest in because I don't invest in crypto. That's that's it. I just don't do it. That's not to say that you can't. Um, it's just to caution you and just to say that you need to know what you're getting yourself into. And if you tell me, Yael, I have my peace of mind account fully funded, I have six months of expenses or 12, a year you know, of expenses, and that's all I really need. And I have my other savings goals funded, and I'm also set for retirement, I don't have any debt, I have extra money, then maybe we could talk about it. I know personally, I'm not there yet. So I'm not even thinking about crypto or any alternative investments at this point. However, the thing is that most people who ask me about crypto are asking because they hear that a lot of people are making a lot of money and so they want in. So this is where I feel like red flags are going in, right? Because they feel like they don't want to miss out. And that's true. And it's not that I want you to miss out either. But at the very, very least, before you start putting money into risky investments, I would say, make sure you have your peace of mind or your emergency savings fully funded and you don't have any credit card debt and that you're not putting in a whole lot of money. So tread with caution. Um, that's what I say. And if you're going to start learning about it, then start small. You don't want to put at risk a whole lot of money. So sorry, Nelly, if that wasn't too exciting, but I just want to make sure that people have the fundamentals in place and they'll start playing games that they don't know how to play with the money that they don't even have. Because if you're in credit card debt and you don't have much liquidity at the moment, well, you really don't have money to be taking any risks with. Okay, so please, if that's your position, then work on the debt and on boosting that liquidity before you start thinking of getting a little bit more adventurous. Are you looking for a career path that is flexible, satisfying, and well-paying? Do you have a knack for psychology, you're good with words, and you're fearless when it comes to tech? Digital marketing sounds cool? That's because it is. And guess what? You can learn to build a digital marketing career without studying for four years, compromising on your values, or working for peanuts. 
Audio Academy is a professional and comprehensive way for uber smart creative women to move into the fun, fulfilling and lucrative industry of digital marketing without going to college, drowning in debt or leaving your home. Check it out at audioacademy.com forward slash JLP and be sure to use the code JLP at checkout to claim $100 off. But hurry, Audio Academy starts March 1st. Audio is O-D-E-O. Head over to audioacademy.com forward slash JLP and enter the code JLP at checkout to receive $100 off. A little bit of a detour from the financial questions. This one's from Marcy, and it's a great question. She asks via email. Hiya, L. As a new listener to your podcast, I want to thank you for continued words of wisdom. My morning runs are definitely more meaningful. I'm blessed and grateful and a grateful mom and bubby of a sweet little fellow. My husband and I live in Ohio, and being that our city has a pretty small Jewish community, my kids choose to move to bigger cities. All, thank God, are forging wonderful paths for themselves. My, themselves, my eldest child is a social worker. She's a terrific young woman. She has an amazing network and she's a wonderful daughter, sister, and incredible friend. She has not yet found her soulmate. And while she's her her network of friends continue to marry off and start families, I remain in awe that she selflessly and genuinely finds joy in others' happiness. I know that she's starting to worry that God has forgotten her, but she rarely shares these feelings with her peers. Selfishly, I struggle because I want to offer suggestions, but don't want to create feelings of doubt in herself. I know that she's on sites like Soyuan Sinai and JWET, but having had a breakup this past year, I know that she's apprehensive about delving too deeply into the dating world. I'm saying Psalms in honor of all my children. I have prayer agents at the Kotel and I'm trying to be more mindful of keeping Shabbat still not perfectly. I have suggested unsuccessfully that my husband take on a mitzvah such as putting on tefillin. I know that so much is in God's hands, but I don't think that God would mind a partner. (laughs) That being said, do you have any words of wisdom that I could do to help encourage my sweet daughter to do the work to achieve the goals that I know she desperately wants? All right, Marcy. Well, Your daughter seems to be, first of all, very blessed to have such a sweet, wonderful mother. I think you're right not to want to create feelings of doubt in her. And there's no reason to panic or to create those feelings. And by the way, you just you mentioned she did go through a breakup recently. So you know, it's it's okay, things take time to settle. So the most important thing here is to build trust and for your daughter to know that her partner is out there and that God has it all worked out since the beginning of creation. But right now, the thing she has to do is to work on herself and on building that trust that it will all fall into place. So I would say when I mean work on herself, I mean things like stay super active in the things that light her up, whether it be her work, her studies, her community involvement, her friendships, and maybe it's developing new friendships and new circles if most of her friends are already moving to the marriage and baby stage, right? Perhaps when you're taking up a hobby or classes that she enjoys or getting involved in a new type of project, it's going to open up new friendships for her. And again, just the things that keep her uplifted and and joyful and busy, busy with really good things. I know I remember that stage. I, I that it felt it's like that waiting felt like forever. But when when we're in it, it does. But it we just have to stay involved in as many great productive things as we can because it definitely helps. And as we're in it and we're involved in our activities, we it, we just stay more uplifted and more positive and just. Um, 
it just it's just better for us. And we have to know that we're just in the journey to becoming the best person that we can to be with the to make that perfect fit really with that other person, who by the way, is also going through his own growth journey in order to be a great fit for your daughter. Last, and not less important at all is building trust, right? I did mention it before, but knowing that God is with with her, God is with you also as a mother, anything that she can do to increase her connection to God and her relationships so that she can come to that place of tranquility, which only comes from trust really, is, is highly recommended. I mean, Torah classes, prayer, those are all great. But also perhaps adding any mitzvah to her life where, you know, where she'd be pushing herself a little bit out of her comfort zone and and like just making a personal change. Sometimes it just takes a really small thing, but it really kind of like moves the needle in our lives because it's those small changes that really lead us to become the person that that God is waiting for us to become, right? It's like we have this hidden potential. So sometimes something, some changes need to come in order for us to be ready for for that soulmate. So I would also add to that, not to discount the power of, you know, of, of, of prayer and of talking to God. So taking small steps in observance, what I mentioned before about keeping busy with really good things and, and just talking to God aside from formal prayer, which is great. You can also encourage your daughter to talk to him. Um, tell him, you know, I'm, I'm happy. I'm smiling. I'm trusting in you. I recognize you. Um, building, finding those moments where God's hand is so revealed in life and kind of like wowing them up as I like to say like really being all of these moments like turning them into big revelations in life that makes you super aware that he that God is with you because that builds that trust it makes you much more calm and honestly it makes us happier it makes us happier it's in a way that comes from within in a very very real way so keep us posted Marcy and as far as you well you know keep doing what you're doing no prayer ever goes unanswered. So do keep all those prayers going going for her, but no need to tell your daughter about it, especially since, you know, it might cause her to feel like, oh no, even my parents are worried. I don't, there's no need, no need to panic. Um, and I probably wouldn't push your husband either. So do your part. Um, if you want to have your daughter listen to my tips um, that I'm giving her here, but um, don't add any pressure um, and work on your own sense of trust because that gets transmitted to her, right? Um, as unfortunately, if you're feeling insecure or worried, then that also gets transmitted to her. So build yourself up and you will be helping her by doing that and know that the best partner is out there for her and God has a perfect timing for everything and everyone. So good luck with that, Marcy. And um, let me know when you're ready to celebrate that wedding. I'm sure it's going to be at the right time with the right one. All right, guys, well, that's a wrap. And if you have any questions, feel free to email me Yael at Jewish Latin Princess or DM me on Instagram at Jewish Latin Princess. And if you if you'd like to co-host and I know so many of you do, and I apologize that I didn't arrange for a co-host 
this week, but we were working on one and then things got, as I said, a little crazy. So if you do want to co-host, please DM me and we'll arrange it for the next one. And lastly, you may have heard that I'm on Schmoozy, the latest social media app where we can talk about this show, we can connect and you can actually listen to the show on Schmoozy straight up. You can listen to all the episodes and then we can even talk about them. So you're going to love this app. I mean, it's like the best combination between Instagram and WhatsApp. It's, it's really, really cool. All you have to do is download Schmoozy onto your phone and that's super easy. And then let's get talking and you'll find me there as Jewish Latin Princess. And again, you can listen to all the shows there and we can talk about the show. We can even discuss some of these questions and I can take follow-up questions as well. All right, so see you there and I'll see you here next time. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to Jewish Latin Princess Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on iTunes leave a rating and share the podcast with the Jewish women you love. To access today's show notes, ask Yael a question or suggest a uniquely talented Jewish woman to be featured on the show, visit jewishlatinprincess.com.